welcome to the School of Laughs podcast, brought to you by SchoolofLaughs.com. Whether you're an aspiring comedian, a part-time pro, or a speaker who wants to become funnier, this is the podcast for you. We'll break down tools, tips, and techniques to help you get bigger, better, and more bookable. And now, here's the show. Welcome back to the School of Last podcast. Rick Roberts here along with Gavin Miller. How's it going, Gavin? Going good. Hello. Good to see you. Yeah. Hey, thanks for joining us today. If you're a first-time listener to the podcast, thanks for joining in. We've had a lot of people joining here in the past month or so. Don't know how you're finding out about us, but we're glad you're doing that. And if you are for the first time, I've been doing this for 23 years, Gavin. Less than 23 (laughs) weeks. Less than 23 gigs starting uh, stand-up pretty serious now. He's had a a little delay with another job, but now he's got some opportunities. It's over. And uh, so that's what we do. We talk about stand-up comedy. We give you... uh, I talk about things I've experienced, good and bad. Yeah, things I'm seeing, say. good and bad. I was gonna say uh, tips and techniques and strategies and all kinds of things. A lot of the stuff that's in between the stage and your notebook we cover here in the podcast, and we do get down to some writing stuff yeah. quite often too. Today's topic we'll talk about in just a second. We're gonna talk about last comic standing. Yes, uh, we've watched the first three episodes. This is gonna air on Friday after the fourth one, so we don't have feedback on that one. But we're gonna talk about what we've seen different this year, what we like. For sure, uh, the comics that we like that might you know have a chance to run pretty far with it, yeah. and some fun stuff there. So if you've been watching the show, you're going to love this episode, and we'll love to get your feedback too. Real quickly before we get started, uh, iTunes review. Yeah. Again, please leave us a review on iTunes and Stitcher if you enjoy the show. It helps us get found by other people, and our goal is to get a hundred reviews by <laughs> December 31st, and we're more than six-tenths of the way there. (laughs) But we need a little help, all right? So this is from Paul Swan. Came back on July 25th. I started listening to... do that again. This is from Paul Swan. I started listening to Rick several weeks ago and have already finished all of the previous episodes. Wow. There is so much good information here. You really don't have to look elsewhere for information that gets you started in stand-up comedy. (laughs) Whoa, man. So resource. Someone someone who's based their entire career solely on what we've said on the microphones here. That's cool, Paul. Well, Paul, thanks for sending that in. Uh, Nice five-star review. Review us however you like, but man, review us if you can. And that'll help us out. Cool. Let's get going into today's topic yes. without any further ado. Last comic standing. Yeah, you know the first few seasons, it seemed like uh, there was the too gimmicky. It was it was right yeah. at the main chunk of all those reality TV shows, and they yeah put them in a house, have them have moments to get. It's like yeah, to play forget hide it. and seek. Like <laughs> forget it. As much as I like Jay Moore and I liked a bunch of comics, you know, Rich Voss and, yeah. and Ralphie and some of those guys in the early episodes. I really wanted to see more stand-up. Yeah. And yeah. some of those guys you didn't get to see on stage at all because nobody would challenge them to like the last right. two episodes or yeah. something. Yeah. So I think what they're doing now, uh, along with the fact that they're not showing you the embarrassing stand-ups, right. you know, guys that come in in chicken suits and all that sure. kind of stuff, which they they put out feelers for those people to get them in there sure. just yeah, because yeah, yeah, it makes yeah, yeah. for bad train wreck TV. It, it is one of those crazy shows where it's like you have to – even it's different than American Idol and stuff like that because even some of those people are like I just happen to be singing on my farm and I'm pretty good and now all of a sudden I'm the best in the country right. it's like this is like no 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 you see these people who are 
10 years into having, you know, a career in this stuff and like you're seeing them compete at a very high level. Yeah, that's what I like. I mean, you can't do stand up on the farm. Yeah, right. So, so these people have some yeah. background, you know, some as little as three to five years you see on here. Yeah. On this uh, particular season, especially. But others, you know, have been doing it for 20 plus. Yeah. You yeah. Know, people that I know that I've started with kind of back in the day, I yeah. see them still out there doing that's it, awesome. you know, so it's pretty cool. So I do like the new format where it's straight yeah. ahead stand ups, a, a material. Yep. You know, I haven't timed out the sets, but they're not that long, you know. Gosh, what are they? Maybe two and a half minutes, something like that? Is I don't it think that? even that it's long. You know seconds? what? I should have maybe timed one out before we jumped out. on. But I'd be surprised if they're any longer than two minutes. And I, I wouldn't be surprised yeah. if they're 90 seconds. I yeah. mean, they get a lot of material in there. And they're definitely shorting some of the people. They're giving them like the 15 second sort oh, of yeah. leader. Well, they're editing bit. a lot. Yeah. I yeah. mean, even the, even the sets that look like they start and finish, there's yeah. some editing going yeah. on in there. But it's funny. It's what Here's a few things I've noticed from just watching as an overall TV show and and some lessons to learn. Like, if you don't write jokes that can start and finish, they can't even edit those together to put you on TV. Yep. And so you see, like, if you go to their website, uh, NBC.com backslash Last Comic Standing, you'll see that there's, like, 16 comics on a particular round, but you didn't even see three of them at all because, A, either they didn't have any material that was suitable for TV. Yeah. (laughs) B, they rambled on and they couldn't cut anything together that made sense. Yeah. Or three, they must you know may not have connected with the crowd. So yeah, regardless of what TV show you ever try to do or taping you're trying to do, make sure you know how to write a joke from beginning to end that can stand alone. So yeah. that it, and know how to pause in between jokes so they can edit. Yeah, um, Gosh, if you think about that's so true. Yeah, that any, is so true. Anytime you're putting a clip up, you need to be able to start it with a statement and end yeah. it with a solid punchline or tag. Yeah, and it's interesting that some people have got as far as that out of the hundreds and hundreds that tried out, still couldn't put together even Could, a 15-second yeah. joke to get you, aired. Yeah, it shows you how tough and how few people actually think about that stuff. Well, there's a ton of craft to it. And I think, yeah. you know, that's the other thing I like about this particular series. of You know, it's been around for, was this the seventh or eighth or ninth maybe? Yeah. Last comic standing. So you've seen enough of it to kind of see how it works. So the comics are a little bit more skilled at going in here and doing the set. That's going to yeah. work. Yeah, yeah. They, they, it's in the back of their mind that they might be on that, be able to get on that show, yeah. Right. And at, if, as we go down the list of some of the comics that we watched that we liked and noticed different things about, um, there was a guy, Shang Wang, who was on there yes. last season. <laughs> yeah. And I thought it was great that they included the feedback that they liked him last year, but he didn't come with his A game. Yeah. And he admitted, yeah, I was holding back more material, thinking that if I advanced, I could use my stronger material. Right. And what a what a big backfire that was. Mm-hmm. You know, Luckily, he got this second chance. But if you don't lead with your best stuff, you're not setting the right precedent. Yeah. So know? we'll see in the next coming rounds whether they can actually follow keep what up they started the good with material. You know. Yeah. Yeah. You know. You definitely want to lead hard with that stuff. Uh, so we'll get into the comics in a second. I want to talk about the judges because yes. I, I like how it's finally <laughs> settled in here. Yeah. Uh, last season, last few seasons, it's been Keenan Ivory Wayans uh-huh. out there, and you know, last year they had Russell Peters in the mix with yes. Roseanne. Yeah. Which I thought he added some good uh, perspective, but I'll. I like the replacement with Norm McDonald's yeah. just because I know he's so much more comfortable and you know him and you know yeah. that he's you know he's intelligent and I'm, I'm you know I Russell can't. was too but the way Norm can articulate specific things yeah not only to us as stand-ups but to the general population who's not a stand-up I think is phenomenally good yes and that he, sometimes after the comics does their thing all of a sudden it's like okay the first judge goes and then the second judge goes and you're like yeah okay I could have figured both of those comments out and then you're like I have no idea what he's gonna say I mean you really don't know and and he's so good at like 
coming out of left field but being so precise like and he the insight that he gives is like a laser yeah <laughs> i mean and it, and he the the only thing is is and he's sort of like the simon cowell person he does not mind cutting with that laser you right. know and that's what i've seen and i'm like ooh, i'm like that's a fair point but that hurt a little <laughs> yeah know? i mean he, he's not apologetic for anything no but at the same point you know as a viewer and as a comic too like i really appreciate that i'd rather have that than than somebody that just says oh you're fine but it it mm-hmm. is detrimental to your career right yeah i think he really i mean i haven't seen any points where he wasn't valid and even when the other two judges may challenge him on something like he he maybe gets into a little bit deeper and they go okay i kind of see what you're saying right, yeah you know but all the judges their points have been really valid but man i love norman there and the fact that he'll offer you some taglines mm-hmm. Uh, it shows that he's really not only listening to your set, but he's thinking about it too. Yeah, and I'm yeah, not he, sure. He always said that, that one on the well, the one guys where he said, "Oh, I would have tagged it with this," and the guy was like, "Well, it was a little blue, so I took it out for TV." And right. he's like, "Oh, well, I would have put it back in." And he's like, "It's like okay, yeah, well, you're you're Norm Macdonald. You right. can you can go ahead and put whatever you want in. I am not. I'm the contestant." Yeah. Know? Well, it's interesting too that they in- seem to really encourage. You know, a little bit more over the edge than in the past. Like, yeah, I mean, there's safety is not a word in, at all with this. You know, <laughs> no. they're really about being bold yeah. and coming out there and establishing yourself. So, yeah, Norm is has a, just a great asset, you know, and yeah. he's such a great technical writer that all of his advice I'm listening to closely just to see if there's something I can pick up in. Yeah, there. oh yeah, uh, Keenan Ivory Wayans. I like, you know, I like the fact that he he tip he says some things sometimes almost like he doesn't know stand up. Which is kind of the voice of the audience. Right. But he backs it up with some stuff he knows about TV. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, he's not as technical, but his his main statements, I think, have been like, come out and dominate and open strong. Yes, yeah. But build from there. Like, you want this thing to look like a ramp that you're taking off. And he's pretty good at letting them know if they didn't do that. Yeah, or he'll say, like, oh, you look really comfortable up here. You're a real, you know, you seem like a really nice guy, and, you know, that's what you put put off. And I'm like, oh, that's still really helpful to know those kind of things, you know? Yeah, if you, you know, just to have somebody else's impression of what you look like and yeah. sound like, if your material doesn't go with that, then you kind of need to define why it doesn't. Yeah, that, that's the first four minutes of your uh, performance class. That's what happens. It's exactly this. Oh, yeah, yeah. I get people up. <laughs> Instead of three judges, we, we have, you know, 20 or yeah. something. <laughs> everybody gets up. Well, actually, we're going to kick off a writing class tonight, and I'm going to have everybody stand up and, and just oh, have oh, people man. say, where do you think they work? How old do you think they are? Oh, wow, that's great. Have them, you know, have them read the first line or two of the, the Pledge of Allegiance. Okay, where, where were they born, you know? Yeah. Because that comes across to the crowd, like, what do you look like, how Absolutely. you sound. You know, it, uh, it 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 shadows your material in a certain way. It tints it, so you have to be aware of that. And if it's not doing what you want it to do, you have to fix that in a yeah, way or yeah, make yeah, a statement yeah. that mm-hmm. clarifies. Yeah. Uh, but I think Keenan is really good at seeing that. And he's obviously, you know, he's watching from the TV angle of like, is this somebody that can be on screen? Yeah. Somebody that's castable and that kind of stuff. And you can, I think, you can sort of tell immediately when, as soon as they walk out on stage, you're like, oh uh, no, or oh yeah, okay, got it. Most of the time, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, there's been a few where they walked out, I'm like, hmm. you know, their, their yeah. opening line wasn't that good, but then they recovered. Right. But it makes you wonder, you know, how much time do they spend on that opening line? Because I've seen a couple so general. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And let me throw this in here. This is one tip that I think from watching this show is a, a valid statement. It's open with a line that only you could say. Got, yeah, okay. All right, because if they're watching 26 people per invitation or whatever, the ones that are going to stand out open with the line that is so unique that right. it defined their next four minutes or two yeah. minutes or 90 seconds or yeah. whatever it is. Totally. So 
look through your set and there might be something that's five minutes deep into what you're doing right now but if that's that, where my first joke is yeah yeah i know if, and it's not even recognizable <laughs> oh, at that yeah. point but look at some line that only you could tell on stage and see if you can lead with that yeah you know here's here's what i've noticed and i've talked about a little bit previously and i'm, I'm challenging myself to do is start with something very strong don't always try to be building up to something okay don't ease into it now you have to follow yourself but if you constantly move stronger stuff to the front you're going to start stronger and have to write stronger material at the end right so don't get really comfortable just kind of easing into it all the time i'm not comfortable <laughs> no you're not but these contests really make you you know lead strong yeah now roseanne i like you know her overall comments so far have been you know just be brave be you and yeah and she really likes the ethnic diversity of the of mm-hmm. the contestants like she celebrates that which i think is good yeah uh and i think people the thing that i uh i think about her when i was watching the show is that like it almost seemed like some of the contestants weren't aware that at one point she was the edgiest female mm-hmm. that existed like her everything from her dress on stage to her language to the attitude i mean the topics she was like pushing that envelope like further than it had ever gone you know and it's like who were the people before that that were touching that home life like that i mean you know what was funny is i was thinking about it the other day she really brought it from that perspective first that i can identify now you're like john rivers was definitely cutting and edgy but she was more wearing a mink coat and talking about hollywood right roseanne you know was all about that like i have to wash the dishes and deal with a husband and kids and stuff and it was like it was so personal that it could only be her stuff and and i think like there were a few comics where she was like you know you need to push the edge or something And, and i was like dang if this lady is telling you you can push the edge you can push it yeah like go yeah you know i like her and, and and of the three judges you know they're all fans of comedy but she seems to still have that innocent side of a crowd mm. member yes yeah yeah. does yeah. that strike you yeah. too like when yeah. you watch she's it, able like, to turn it off a little bit and just go i thought it was funny oh you hear her <laughs> laughing like i was watching some of the clips online and you hear her laugh without having to cut to her yeah. like hey, yeah you know <laughs> which would throw me off but it'd be also kind of cool right yeah but, yeah, it's funny to hear her just kind of really just sit back and enjoy the set and then analyze it, maybe yeah. not analyze it as it's going on. Yeah, people just forget that that I mean that she had so many years of just doing stand-up and stuff. So She did, man. And, you know, I guess the, the three things people know about her, she married Tom Arnold, <laughs> she couldn't sing the national anthem, right. and she had a TV show, yeah. the most successful TV show at that point yeah. ever, right? Yeah, but, I mean, it was crazy because, like, you know, that's what I remember when I, I guess – that was probably around when I first started to kind of watch like little documentary things mm-hmm. on stand up and stuff. It she was in a lot of them because she was you know one of the first women to be able to do that stuff. So. Yeah, and that's that really really defined point of view, you know. Yes. Uh, and if you look at the show and you watch the credits, it's, I always like watching the credits to see who's behind the scenes and stuff. And Jeff Stilson is the head writer for the show. Yeah. And if you guys don't know Jeff Stilson, I'll just say Google him and, and check out some of his clips plus. The 75,000 shows he's written for, everything yeah. from Letterman to Politically Incorrect to Lopez to the yeah. new Hannibal Burris show. Uh, he he got an Emmy for the Osbournes. Remember that? Oh, yeah, yeah, they yeah. Okay. Ozzy. <laughs> Jared. <laughs> so he was a head writer on that. So he's been around for a while. So it's a, it's a really steady ship they're cruising down. Yeah. And at the helm of that ship on stage is old Anthony Jeselnik, who, yes. you know, a lot of people they either love him or they hate him, but I, I like him. You know, I, like, I think his his like stuff is right on the right on the money, man. It's so well written, and it's just and it fits him perfectly. You know, it's so cool. <laughs> yeah, and what I like, you know, that's kind of in between the cracks here is that 
even though he's super intelligent and really articulate, uh, man, he had no problems jumping over from Comedy Central or anywhere else to get some FaceTime on NBC. You yes. know, in that show, totally because it's such TV is still important, and that's a lot of faces. You know, it's not a million; it's not thirteen million like it used to be. Yeah, you know, it might be three point six to six in it's there. It's pretty crazy for him for some of the material that he has uh, to be hosting essentially a family show. Mm-hmm. It's like wow, kids got some range. Yeah, you know, and uh, and it was like. It was super cool to just see him in there, and you just every second you're thinking like, man, he's gonna say something that's just gonna like be horrible, you know, and and he usually doesn't. But um, there was a moment with one of the comics where he, uh, I get, what did he throw out a website or something or his album or yeah, something like, like that? He got an he album. Just, out. He's like, really, you're gonna pick this spot? This is pop, what you're gonna, yeah. And he's like, out. he's like, I think he said, do you want any more rope like yeah, that? Yeah. And he's like, no. And he's like, didn't think so or, yeah. or whatever. Uh, he's just so quick. Yeah, very quick. And, again, super articulate, doesn't waste a second of your time. And every time he says something, he adds something to it. And if he doesn't have anything to add, he doesn't try. Like there's a couple yeah. times he goes, what about you, Roseanne? You know, right. If he, doesn't, he doesn't have to wedge something He doesn't time. have to, but, but the smile and look in his eyes is something that would make me afraid if I were another <laughs> comic because – you know he probably has something. He's just judging whether it's the correct thing to say at that moment. And it's like the all-knowing smile. Uh-huh. It's like you don't want to find out what he's thinking, you know? Right. And you were talking about his range. Uh, man, I don't know what year it was, but he came through the Columbus Funny Bone when I was working once and did a guest set. Oh, really? And he had a guitar with him. Really? Yeah, I can't remember what he did or how he did it, but he had a guitar. That's crazy. And uh, I remember hanging out with him just a little bit after the set, you know, and finding out what it's all about and he was he was on his way at that point but it was it was still he's been around for a good that's funny so decade trying that out huh? at least yeah that's cool so that's good stuff so that's the cast and crew there as yeah. far as some of the comics i'm excited because there's a few people i know pretty well on this yeah series this season um one and we'll get to all of them here in a little bit but greg warren a good buddy from st louis yeah uh i met him now he's from st louis originally he went to i can't remember if he went to columbia or um Missouri, I think he went to Missouri. Right. But he wrestled. He used to yeah. wrestle. If you ever listen to Bob and Tom's show, he's the flute boy. Okay. Flute man. Flute yeah, man. Yeah. <laughs> Great. But he's on there, and uh, he's been doing it a little bit less time than me, but not much less. And I met him back in Cincinnati a long time ago, and he was one of these guys had a great day job, mm-hmm. kept banking material, banking material to where when he hit the road, he kind of hit it as a feature. Right. And got out there and still had some money saved up and a to, to dependable go. <laughs> car. Like, he, he really approached it so smart. That was my, that was my, that's my thing, too. I was like, I'm, before I quit my job. I'm going to mm-hmm. buy a car. I'm going to get everything else so that I can at least have a way to get to places if I need to. Yeah. No, he was, uh, I think, pretty strategic. He, you know, Cincinnati was in between Dayton and Columbus and Lexington yeah. and Louisville and Indianapolis. So he could work his day job and jump then in those places, jump yeah. off and do uh, some weekend gigs or some Thursday, Friday, Saturday things without too much uh, pushback. Yeah. Uh, but he had a great set on the, I think it was the first week, the yeah. first episode. And if you're trying to remember who Greg Warren was, he was a little older guy. He talked about how the he had a somebody on his apartment on the same floor that was uh, Muslim, and she wouldn't look him in the eye. And then yeah. she found out that he thinks that all the girls in high school were Muslim because nobody <laughs> ever looked him in the eye. He made right. eye contact. Yeah. Um, and he also had a, had a couple other jokes in there that were really strong. But Greg's a great guy. He yeah. definitely has the material. And if you want to check him out, Google him and, and check out his website and all his clips. He, he does a lot of really good video clips. Like okay. produced, not on stage, but he's okay. got some characters that he does. Gotcha, okay. Uh, he's got one where he's got a coach's assistant that interrupts the coach every time he's getting to a really good point. <laughs> he's like, hold on, coach, these players got to fill out these forms. Yeah. You know? 
Uh, really funny guy, so I'm pulling for him to go That's cool. qu- quite a ways there. Yeah. So Greg Warren's one of the folks that I've worked with, I don't know how many dozens of times, but That's super, awesome. super good dude. Um, and then we saw some people in there that, uh, you know, had good it sets. It was all over the place. <laughs> it was. So why don't you yeah, give me so one of your impressions of somebody um, you saw. Yeah, one of the ones that stuck out to me as seemingly harsh – uh, at first, um, was the Priya? Is it Priya Prasad? Prasad, yeah, the Shaquille she, O'Neal of comedy. As yes, she said? Yeah. yeah. She she came out. She looked great. She had you know she had her act. <laughs> and when it came down to the judging, uh, Norm basically said you shouldn't. Essentially, you shouldn't be a stand-up, which. You know, I think got some little bit of booze and some like, oh, and then he said, but you should be a comedic actress that you would kill at that. And it was still like, oh, well, and he's like, but you should not be a a stand up comic. And it was like, to me, that was such a cool, crazy moment because that is everybody needs that moment. um, They did it again when they told somebody that they should be a writer Mm -hmm. instead of a comic. And I thought that was so insightful. And it wasn't, to me, that's not a put down. To me, that's going like, you would do phenomenally well. You're going to do okay here. Right. But if you do this, you're going to kill it, you know? And and she kind of was taken aback a little bit. But, you know, hopefully, because he gave the example of, uh, oh, what's the actor? Uh, all the, uh, shoot, his buddy. I'm trying to think of the. Will Farrell. Yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was, yeah. I let you go as long as I could. I know, but he, but it was so funny because he was like, he's not a comedian. He's one of the best comic actors ever. Right. And he's like, that's what you should do. And I'm like, somebody's telling you you should go be Will. You could be Will Farrell. I'm like, dang, go do that. Like, yeah. I mean, I thought that was interesting that he said that, and I also think it's kind of a stretch after just seeing the three minute set from somebody who's been doing it for five years it, to say, stop doing stand up, go be an actress. It's it is tough. It, that that's tough, but I think. You know, those guys have that experience. You know, it's really, they can, and those are the people who were judging her anyway. Right. As the TV network uh, executives and stuff watch, they're like, oh, we could put her on a TV show instantly. Yeah. So, yeah, any any feedback's good. And that's really specific, kind of like out of the left field. Yeah. But, but yeah, I thought that was pretty cool. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, One of the guys I liked, uh, I'd like to see what he does on the next round is Shakir Stanley, New York City guy. Yeah. Little dude that wore like the, the, a little ski hat, ski yeah, hat, yeah, you yeah. know, and the glasses. Like yeah. I like soup, you know. Yeah. <laughs> now that to me, like he's got a ton of personality mm-hmm. and a ton of style, and I, I know he's a good writer because he's he's got some other things going on, right? But that, that's an example to me of where he came out really trying to establish this one character and it took a lot of energy, and then the rest of the set didn't really live up to it. Like right. after he did that one joke, hey, I like soup, is like a gag is done, right? Yeah. So I'm curious to see, and I'm kind of pulling for him because I like his his style but i want to see more of his material down the line yeah and and he's also someone that maybe doesn't have the uh the tighter set he needs he just literally needs more time for you to get to know the character and hopefully that you know hopefully it moves on a little bit but like it seemed more character based like Mm -hmm. hey are are you in with me like cool all right well now you can be on board for the rest of this you know I i was trying to think of a you know another comic that does that but they they need a little bit more time to bloom in their yeah set, he's more of know? an improv sketch kind of background yeah, guy yeah. so yeah getting getting there quicker but he had energy i mean tons of had, energy and the yeah. crowd liked him a lot yeah so, you know so i'm i'm curious i'm just curious to see what else he's got yeah i like them uh another comic that I've, I've worked with and i've seen a few different times is andy smith she's mm-hmm. from janesville they did a little backstory on her yes. living with her mom and she's yeah. got a little girl 
little uh, two or three year old. I'm not sure yeah, how old the great. kid is. But Andy's a great rider. She came out of St. Louis mm-hmm. uh, when I was working with her. Okay. And we did a couple funny bone gigs together. And I could tell early on that she had a really specific point of view. Okay. And it was kind of like, I. Kind of like I don't have time for this point of view because I, you know, yeah, I've got things to do. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, but maybe not. You like yeah, it's hard right. to tell. <laughs> but she's a great writer, man, and it was a. Uh, and you could tell they really liked her. Well, I think she's been at least one other season, and oh, you know, okay. maybe two times. Wow. And uh, they keep bringing her back on there, so you know maybe she's got a few things sorted out now where she can grab the reins and run with this thing. But you know, Roseanne was like, you could win this thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. And, and her material was strong, and it was if you don't know who I'm talking about, she came out and talked about. I saw on TV where somebody kept their children in cages, and before I was a mother, yeah. I would have had a totally different reaction to that. Yeah, that's just a pack and play with the lid on it. You know? Yeah. So any parent can definitely identify with that, but yeah. a lot of parents don't say it that way. You know. Right, but that's your job sometimes as as the comic is to like that is hey, your job. Yeah, yeah, you know, you need to say it. Yeah. So I'm glad she didn't. It's like, hey, so everything's easy. It's not. It's, yeah. You know, so it was a good fresh perspective. Uh, one one guy I haven't worked with that I'm surprised because he's been around for a while is Mike Siegel out of Chicago. Yeah. And he, I mean, he just came out and laid some stand up right on you. Yeah, he came out. He was like, it was like, oh, that's a comic. That's a stand up. You could tell and he was pro. seasoned. Yeah, <laughs> you know, he and they out. could too. They mentioned it. You know, absolutely. Yeah. You know, he didn't waste your time. The the premises were very specific. Yeah, you know, he talked about having the friend who he got some concert tickets for him. Like, where are the seats? Yeah, and he's like, how about in the ungrateful section? Yeah. You know? Yeah. But he, he came out really quickly, and without going into deep detail about who he is and where he's from, established his point of view through his material, mm-hmm. which yeah. is something you can do, even if you don't come out and self-deprecate for 10 minutes or whatever. You can establish who you are, and I thought yeah. he did a good job of, I'm a comedian, I'm going to lay it out. Ni- he looked nice, he had all that stuff, you know, the, sort of had the whole packet, stand-up comic package kind yep. of thing, you know. Yep. Sounds like we're in downtown Chicago right now. If you guys pick up that bass beat that just rolled by the place. A bus or something going by. So he's been doing it for a while. Uh, On the other end of the spectrum, uh, somebody that has only been doing it for a few years, Taylor Tomlinson out in California. Um, I met her probably when she was 17 or 18 at a... uh, at a church conference, she talked about doing shows at churches because okay. she's that's she couldn't get into clubs. <laughs> right, but yeah. she was starting to write at seventeen years yeah. old, man. And even then, I mean, several years ago, four years ago, she had some good material. Yeah, and I'm not surprised at all that she's uh, on this show. I'm, I'm hoping she goes pretty far. You know, I don't know how long her sets are. If she has a, a full hour to pull from yet, or That's a strong tough. thirty. Yeah. But whatever she's got is going to be good. I can guarantee yeah. you that. Um, so there's nothing like going and speaking in front of you know eighteen hundred people or two thousand people <laughs> that get you that gets you good real quick. Yeah. I mean, people can can blast church comics or or people that do stuff at church, but I'll tell you, there is no better training ground than when you've got like two thousand average people sitting in front of you and you're going to go either speak to them or play or do anything. It's like it is a boot camp. Oh and then, yeah! And then you have a review where you go sit down with people and they go, "Here's what you did wrong, and we'd like to see you change this." And you know, here's how you could do better. <laughs> You're like, okay, you know. Yeah, I mean, yeah. She's she's definitely got it going on there. Yeah. Uh, and then uh, this is the last one I'm going to talk about because I just like his physicality and because you just don't see as many guys selling out like that anymore. Nope. Oh, uh, the dude from Denver, Brian yeah. Kellen. <laughs> I think it was his name. Very physical guy. Just yeah. Like, uh, again, I'm going to be curious. Uh, is he going to do that every? He's going to have to almost do that every sex. He's that he said this is who I am. Yeah. But how many more times can you set up? I'm really physical. Right. So I'm I'm interested. Like I really yeah. like him, and I'm just curious of how he can take that somewhere yeah. else. Yeah. And still be who he is. Well, Jim Carrey did it. I mean. Yeah, I mean, you know, bring in some it's more doable. Characters. It's just you know, yeah, you've got to. Maybe have that's those, what it is. Th- you know, could be. Yeah. You know, put him, put himself in a different person's body yeah. and do some of that physical stuff. Maybe it's the next but step. It's, it's tough because like. 
you know the people that do uh, uh, impersonations and stuff like that they um, they have they do one and then they do something very different and can contrast mm-hmm. them but like when you're just going up doing a three minute set you don't you're, you don't have that so like you know how's he gonna you can't do his previous stuff and then his new stuff and you can't compare the two because it's all this so yeah it's yeah. gonna be it's gonna be interesting to see it will be it's just a lot of energy to ex- expand you know yeah to expunge it to ex uh, to exude he he, he uses up a lot of energy. Week. Yeah, it's just <laughs> what I'm trying to find there. It's, uh, yeah, you hope it doesn't get old. That's that's the trick yeah, with yeah, that yeah. stuff. Is it could get old real quick? Where well, you're, you know, because the punchline needs to surprise you. And if the punchline is always, I'm really physical. It's not going to surprise you. Yeah. It still might be fun to watch. Right, but, more like a juggler than yeah. uh, than you know, which yeah. they actually you know had that first. They had that dude from <laughs> Venice Beach popping yeah. there. Uh, you know what? The, if you like that style of comedy and you and you want to see somebody with a lot of different jokes, uh, Greg Hahn. I don't okay, yeah, seen yeah. Greg like fifty jokes a second. Yeah. And, just, and Dale Jones. <laughs> Both of those guys are in that kind of vein, that spirit of very physical. Yeah. But if you if you love it, you and it's Greg H A H N Greg yeah. Hahn. And Dale Jones, those are good good buddies of mine, and they they rock it out, man. If you cool. like that physical stuff, yeah. So you know, this I said, you know, this is coming out on Friday. We didn't get to see the uh, fourth round, yeah. so you know, maybe we'll follow up with that a little bit around, a little bit later. But let us know what you guys have seen so far, what you like, what you don't like. Comment in the Facebook groups under the post if you like to, or shoot us an email at schooloflast at gmail dot com. Yes. And uh, if you want to talk more about Last Comic Standing as we get close to the finals, we'll do another episode about it. Yeah, but, uh, I'm just excited that it's really good quality stand up, and really nobody's walked out on that stage where I thought, really, yeah, it's all been really good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you kind of, it's nice to be able to tell someone else like, that's what it is. That's what like we're shooting for. You know, yeah. it's it's really cool because a lot of people have no clue what it's you know what you're after. So no, that's a, that's a nice show to kind of yeah. point them towards. Yeah, cool. Well, thank you guys for listening this week. Uh, we'll see you or talk to you yeah. next Friday. Eventually, we'll see you. <laughs> well, hopefully, I, you, we're gonna see some folks. That's true. I'm not gonna talk about it too much yet, but there's gonna be some live events going on this awesome. fall in cool. different cities. Oh, really? I can't yeah, wait. some school of laughs out on the road. Uh, thanks again, guys. If you can, leave us an iTunes review or on Stitcher. That's all I'm going to ask. Have a good time. Take it easy. Enjoy your weekend. Thank you. Thanks for listening to the School of Laughs podcast. If you'd like to hear more School of Laughs podcasts, you can find them on iTunes and Stitcher.com. And don't forget to subscribe and leave a review. For information on upcoming live and online classes, visit SchoolofLaughs.com. Until next time, stay tuned, stay focused, and stay money. Stay money.